Psalm 138 of David. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow towards your holy temple and will praise your name for your unfailing love and your faithfulness. For you have so exalted your solemn decree that it surpasses your fame. When I called, you answered me. You greatly emboldened me. May all the kings of the earth praise you, Lord. When they hear what you have decreed, may they sing of the ways of the Lord, for the glory of the Lord is great. Though the Lord is exalted, he looks kindly on the lowly. Though lofty, he sees them from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the anger of my foes. With your right hand, you save me. The Lord will vindicate me. Your love, Lord, endures forever. Do not abandon the works of your hands. There's a lot going on in this psalm, but I want to focus just in on one verse, verse 6. Though the Lord is exalted, he looks kindly on the lowly. Though lofty, he sees them from afar. Even though God is massive, powerful, holy, he looks on the lowly. And who are the lowly? Well, in the Bible's uh, way of speaking, the lowly are those who are humble enough to know that they need a saviour. The same truth is echoed elsewhere in Scripture. Have a look at Isaiah 57 verse 15. For this is what the high and exalted one says. He who lives forever, whose name is holy. This is what God says. I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit to revive the spirit of the lowly and revive the heart of the contrite. Contrite there is talking about those who uh, feel bad about their sins, those who are repentant. Uh, Matthew 5 verse 3 from the Beatitudes, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Who inherits the kingdom of heaven? Those who are poor in spirit, who realize their spiritual brokenness and deadness and call out on God. Scripture is clear that if we wish to have a relationship with the holy, eternal, unmatchable God, we must be humble before him. We must realize our great need for him and submit to him. And a great way to do this is prayer. And that's what the Psalms teach us. We've been spending the last few months in the Psalms and that's what they teach us. When we understand the greatness of God, we will bow down before him in adoration, confession and desperate supplication. Because when we understand his greatness, we understand our weakness and how much we need him. Prayer is an act of humility. It's an act of submission and it's an act of worship. And when we pray, we humble ourselves before God. As David shows us in this psalm, it is those who are lowly that experience God's presence. If you aren't feeling God's presence in your life, it's worth looking at your prayer life. Are you humbly submitting yourself to God in prayer? That's a huge lesson for me to take out of this psalm, uh, and I pray that it will be for you too. Let me finish with Tim Keller's prayer based on this psalm. Let's pray. Lord, I live in a culture that calls for self-assertion. Yet if you withdrew your upholding strength, I would cease to exist in the blink of an eye. I confess that I forget that 
and think I'm holding myself and the world together. I ask that you would heal me of my damnable self-sufficiency. Amen.